Yo, today's QOD is the best investment you can possibly make is to invest in your own evolving personal development. Here we go. Quote of the Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got Darren Hardy on the show today and tomorrow. This clip got a little bit long, so I decided to cut it in two. Uh, and he actually kind of talks about two different topics. Today, he's going to talk about investing in your own personal development, which I believe is one of the most important, if not the most important investment you can make. He's also going to talk about the skills gap and how, you know, income disparities like one of the reasons, probably the biggest reason for income disparities is the skills gap. And, you know, I highly recommend you read the books of Thomas Sowell, uh, S-O-W-E-L-L. He's an um, economist slash, we'll say, sociologist. And uh, let me give you a, a recommendation. Discrimination and Disparities. Phenomenal book. Just read that book many times over. And, you know, one thing he writes about is how discrimination does not equal poverty. You know, that's a, a thought that we tend to have in society. It's like, if you're discriminated against, you're going to be impoverished and yada, yada, yada. And he gives all these examples, like the Chinese in Malaysia, who have laws that are literally written against them. And I want to say, don't quote me on this, they're like 15% of the population, but they're responsible for 60% of that country's GDP. He talks about the Armenians in Turkey. He talks about Jews all over the world. He talks about the Lebanese in West Africa, on and on. People who have been discriminated against, like seriously discriminated against, who still thrive and prosper. And one of the big reasons for that prosperity is skills. Like if you have skills that people are willing to pay for, they will pay for them. You know, it's like, um, who was on the show the other day? Uh, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough talked about the quality of your service plus the quantity of your service plus the mental attitude in which it is rendered always equals compensation. But if you don't have a service, if you don't have a skill, if you don't have a product, if you're not helping people in some way, whether that be a customer or your boss, you're probably not going to do well. And so you got to ask yourself, what can I do? And Darren's going to talk about this tomorrow. What can I do? to develop my skills in a way that makes me valuable in this economy. Because if you don't have any value in this economy, you're not gonna do well. You're not gonna prosper economically. So work on yourself and work on your skills. Darren Hardy's coming up. So let me talk to you next about how to develop, how I develop my skills. Here's the, what I see as the great gap between the haves and the have-nots, and it will get wider and wider and wider. The path to the American dream used to be very simple. Get the highest education, get a good job, climb the ladder, get a pension, get the house with a white picket fence. Easy, 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 no big deal. Well, today, the world is flat. We're all technically connected to each other. Now your competition isn't the business down the street. It isn't your local chamber of commerce. It's every chamber of commerce in the world, as well as every second bedroom and basement occupied by a teenager in a laptop. 
They're all your competition. That has set up this epic opportunity of uh, uh, better than ever in human history. It has also created epic competition. So it is not going to be your academic degree, and it's certainly not going to be your corporate training that's going to give you the advantage. It is going to be your ever-developing and evolving skills, your emotional resilience, your ability to adapt to change, your ability to present, your ability to communicate, your ability to network, your ability to to develop personal brand. I'm talking to the choir because you're here. But at the same time, this is the great divide. Few people will have the ability to proactively go out and develop their skills, and so the have-nots will get bigger. But the haves will also get bigger. And the the bridge between that gap is a skills gap. So let me tell you the uh, philosophy that I learned very early on um, when I was 18 years old. Somebody said, here's how you want to structure your financial life. It's a 10-10 plan. So you want to take the first 10% of any money you make and you want to give it back to help others. We've all heard that, right? Tithe 10% to help others. But this is the other key point. You want to take the other 10% and you want to tithe it to yourself. You want to use 10% of every dollar you make and reinvest it in your own personal development. Now, when I made $150,000 a year as an 18-year-old, $15,000, no big deal. You make a half a million, $50,000. You make a million, $100,000. You you make several million. It becomes more and more difficult to spend that kind of money. However, interestingly enough, the top CEOs, the top athletes, the Olympic champions, they all have the highest paid coaches they can find. Why? Because they know that that is the separating factor to them going on and becoming world champions. So take 10%. This is how you fund your skill development. 10% of all your income goes back into reinvesting in your own personal development. Brian Tracy, uh, very early on when I was still a teenager, I learned this from him. He said, for every dollar you invest in your personal development, it adds at least $30 to your bottom line. Now, where can you go get a 3,000% ROI anywhere in the financial markets today? Where can you get a 300%? Where can you get a 30%? So... Instead of putting it in your 401k, instead of putting it into the savings account or buying equities or stocks, trust me, the best investment you possibly can make for your economic future, for your retirement plan, is to invest it in your own evolving personal development. So we talked about the, we talked about the mind. And let me just give you two things to just always run it through. There are two things you need to do with your mind. There's an old Cherokee tale. Uh, grandfather's talking to his grandson, and he says, Grandson, inside each of us are two wolves, and they are at war with each other. And one wolf is a bad wolf. It's angry, it's fearful, it's nasty, it's lazy. And then there is a good wolf, and it is giving and loving and abundant and disciplined. And the grandchild looks up at the grandfather and says, Well, well which wolf is going to win? And the grandfather smiles and said, whichever you feed, inside each of us is a bad wolf and a good wolf. Anything you see on news media, any heinous act you see other human beings doing to the world or to each other, inside each of us lies that potentiality. Everything you see is a part of your nature as well. But what gets demonstrated determines what's been fed. My mentor, Jim Rohn, said, you got to take the worst of your nature and drive it into a small corner. And you got to take the best of our nature and you need to build it and embolden it and make it and, and grow it. 
And so realize at all times you are feeding one of these two wolves inside of you. And the one that will win is the one that you feed the most. So number one is protect your mind. Go like this with your mind as much as possible. I personally do not ever listen to any news media at all whatsoever. I know that some people think that's crazy and it makes you ignorant and all the rest of that crap. I seem to be doing pretty good. <laughs> I am really cognizant that inside is an eight-year-old brain and I do not want it subject to just whatever news media wants to fill it. Now, I just suggest for you, go on a news media diet. If you need to figure out what's going on for 20 minutes, be very selective, fine, but protect it vigilantly because it will be the path to your door. I mean, I can't walk through an airport without Wolf Blitzer being on and he's throwing the situation room. The world's coming to, the, to an end. Every freaking five minutes, the world's coming to an end. So number one is protect it. And then number two is to feed it. Number two is to find as much clean, clear water as you possibly can flush through it on an ongoing and regular basis. And so I consider the feeding of my mind like a race. And it's a race between everybody else in the world. How often and how abundantly can I feed my mind positive and instructional and inspiring messages? And so I suggest every time you are driving in your car, my car does not move without gas or some sort of instructional CD going. Some CDs I've listened to 60, 80 times. The, the uh, uh, Challenge to Succeed by Jim Rohn, I've listened to that thing 80 times by now. Same thing over and over again. I'm not even really listening to the message, but it's elevating my mind anyway. So while you exercise or work out, is a great time, feed the mind, feed the mind. While you walk the dogs is a great time to feed your mind. Now, if you're lazy, you can walk the dogs like this as long as you got your personal development on. <laughs> really lazy, make the damn dog drive itself. You sit in the passenger seat, make sure you're feeding your mind. That was Darren Hardy. His website is darrenhardy.com. You can watch today's talk on YouTube. It is called Darren Hardy Experts Industry Association Keynote. All right, my friend. Hey, follow me on the Instagram. If you're a new follower on Instagram, thank you so much for joining. We've gone from like 18,000 to 26,000 Instagram followers in like two months. It's crazy. It's just really blowing up recently. And so if you're not a follower on Instagram, please go to at Sean Croxton. Follow me for just good stuff, like real talk from amazing speakers almost every day. All right. I will see you tomorrow with part two with Mr. Darren Hardy. Have a great day. Peace. Peace.